Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Outside the Ring with Danny, Lena, and Avery. Danny, Lena, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. It's been a while since we saw each other. Well, we left off last week's episode, and I talked about how this would be a handicap episode, or we'd be handicapped in this episode. I forget how I put it, but I know Lena was concerned that we were going to be interviewing two people in wheelchairs, and they were going to have a wheelchair match. That's not the case. I wouldn't put no. it past wrestling. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure at one point or another there's been a wheelchair match. Or at least a cane must have been used or like something, yeah. But when yeah. we're talking about a handicap match in this sense, it's going to be two people versus three people. Oh, <laughs> So they're handicapped, and one team doesn't have as many wrestlers as the other team. Oh, okay. So we are going to go back to SummerSlam 1991. Take your imaginations back. Take your thoughts back to Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Joining forces to go up against Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, and Colonel Mustafa. This was oh, going to yeah. be, it was having Hogan, who's like probably one of the best people on the mic ever, like getting the crowd worked up, getting that fan base and the ultimate warrior who's just crazy. I'd, I'd have to say like his interviews are just. And I don't even remember his interviews. <laughs> like I know what he looks like, but I can't remember him. Yeah. This was I, right smack dab in the middle of the Gulf War too. So I think they were kind of uh, they were kind of playing on that uh, this whole angle. Yeah, sounds like it. Definitely playing on that angle. Oh, and also this also has a special special guest referee, Sid Vicious, or maybe serious Justice. Sid Vicious. Oh, was it Sid yeah. Justice? At that point, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh. But this this makes a connection what Danny was talking about in the last episode where Bret Hart defeated Mr. Perfect for um, the Intercontinental Championship. So we're yeah. starting to connect some stuff here, starting to have yeah. that line through the sand. This was a big yeah. show. It was. I was looking at it, and like like I said, the Bret Hart match. Um, Coco Beware versus Kato, that would have been all right, I think. Mm-hmm. But when I'm looking at it, there's three or four matches that definitely stand out like Virgil versus Ted DiBiosity for the million dollar championship oh yeah so I know who won this match do you know who won this match Lena no it was obviously Virgil obvious that it is was ob- Virgil that is obvious to me it was kind of a shocking victory as well I wasn't expecting that no neither was I probably back in the day I thought and I don't, yeah, I don't know what happened after that with the with the million dollar belt. I feel like it just kind of went away. Virgil just took it to the pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs> then he, yeah, but he, I don't remember him. I don't remember him really coming out with it all that much. I don't remember him fighting all that much afterwards either. He, well, I know he did more in WCW. I think. He essentially became a jobber. Yeah. So he would, you know, he would just lose all the time. 
Um, hmm. like our, he was like, you know, he was an enhancement talent. So he would, you know, I remember like he lost, uh, he lost to Yokozuna, uh, early on in Yokozuna's career. Uh, Yokozuna just, you know, obliterated him. Well, I think more of Virgil as the sidekick. He was, I think he had more hype around him as Ted Biasi's sidekick and not as Virgil the wrestler. Yeah. Could be. Absolutely. I think some guys just, you know, they don't cut it as well on their own, maybe. Mm -hmm. They they gave him the opportunity, you know. Maybe Um, that's why we never saw Paul Bearer fight. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't picture that. The funny thing about this podcast is, I was like, uh, when you said Paul Bearer, I just obviously thought of The Undertaker and a couple of episodes ago, and I, <laughs> and I was so like stunned he came out when he was the like the mystery partner, and I wanted to talk to people about it, but you can't just bring up like, hey, did you know that like <laughs> twenty five years ago <laughs> this happened in wrestling? Because <laughs> yeah. if they don't know, they generally don't care. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a great like uh, conversation starter. <laughs> 25 years ago <laughs> but yeah. you can't it's not like talking history about like this president did this or whatever it's like and the undertaker came in it was his first match and then you yeah. know, like <laughs> i was shocked <laughs> I, yeah. I don't i, I don't have the people to talk to about that except for you guys <laughs> I, yeah i would definitely enjoy that conversation <laughs> But there was also, I, I just want to bring up a couple quick matches. Oh, sorry. Big Boss Man versus a Mountie in a jailhouse match. So the loser had to spend a night in a New York City jail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember somebody getting thrown in the back of a paddy wagon in that. Yeah. And taken to the jail. It was definitely the Mountie. It was, yes. That would make sense. That would be... And I just want to mention this other fight because Erwin R. Schneider, Schneider, <laughs> however, I think he's hilarious. IRS, what do you you come out on the mic and you just be talking about like people are deadbeats and you don't have your taxes done? Oh, on yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go and into every match, but like he just stands he, out for me. Who did he fight? He fought Greg Valentine. Oh, okay. I don't remember that match. Yeah, he won. Singles match. IRS. He uh he ended up partnering with, with Ted DiBiase later on and they yes, became Money Incorporated. <laughs> yes. Oh, that rings a bell. It <laughs> <laughs> rings a bell. Starting to come oh, back. Rings a bell. <laughs> I didn't yeah. mean to use that as a pun, but <laughs> This was well, also the match made in the match made in heaven, right? So I believe this event was tagged as match made in heaven, match made in hell. The match Ooh. made in heaven, match made in heaven was Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth's wedding. Yes. And then the match made in hell was this Hogan and Warrior match. Yeah. Yeah, because they officially, officially got married. Yeah. Tied, but not as. Yeah. Mean. But they were married the, in real life before. Yeah. The wedding was crashed by Jake Roberts and The Undertaker, though. 
Yeah, as, as weddings often do. They, they I had kept a. Waiting. She opened. Miss Elizabeth opened up one of the wedding presents, and there was a snake inside. <laughs> <laughs> and she started screaming. Oh man, <laughs> it was priceless. A lot more. It sounds a lot more exciting than our wedding, and we didn't have a bad wedding, but you know, no snakes. No, no snakes. snakes in our wedding. Thank goodness none of your friends, friends thought of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, shall we watch this uh, first interview from Hogan and Warrior to get this episode Party set started? up? Oh. <laughs> and the Ultimate Warrior. You know something, Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, and Colonel Mustafa? Ever since WrestleMania, when I won the first battle with all my little holsters, I knew it was just the beginning of the war. And then when you burnt my flesh, the smell was just like napalm in my mind. I heard you laugh. I heard you get off on it, brother. And ever since then, I've had nightmares that I was going to have to fight the troops of yours all by myself. And then that senile Jack Tunney put this thing together. With the warrior as a blood brother, and the warriors and the Hulkamaniacs united as one. Now I realized I had a chance to win the war. And then all of a sudden, the special referee, Sid Justice, just put the icing on the cake. It's even Steven, 50-50. But with all the warriors and Hulkamaniacs, you guys are in a lot of trouble. How about it, Ultimate One? With the special referee, like Sid Justice. Granted, it's going to be called down the middle, 50-50. But in no way, shape, or form are we at a handicap. The power of the Ultimate Warrior and the forces of Hulkamania. And I have seen it great strides before <laughs> come together at SummerSlam. The tanks that we ride in are made of the armor of Hulkamaniacs and warriors of great strength. After we destroy you with an improper burial, <laughs> what, what you, you gonna, gonna do when Hulkamania and the Ultimate Warrior run over you? <laughs> oh man! How much did they have to practice that end line? Oh, wh- together by the by the sounds of it, they didn't practice it at all. <laughs> it's like you guys trying to get the clap down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the war oh references, like the talking oh, about yeah. war, napalm, and troops. And yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was just good. That was really good. So, um, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, is that purple makeup supposed to be intimidating? <laughs> That's just like... <laughs> he always had different makeup every time. Yeah. Oh, okay. He never had the same makeup twice. It was it was pretty impressive, actually. He always was had... It? it was different outfits all the time that he wore. And fringes. He must have had, like... 50 pairs of trunks like and t- <laughs> matching tassels and and like knee pads and stuff don't we all <laughs> you, you talk, I, I, one of the things that i wrote down like he was just staring into the camera at first and then mm. then i wrote down mean kitty cat faces <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because if I was pretending to be a mean cat, (laughs) those are the type of faces I would say or or would have. The Mm. only thing that he was missing was going. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're talking about the warrior, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, okay. definitely. I think it's, well, Hogan had some pretty funny faces, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's his, I think the, the face paint lends to that, too. He kind of looks like an animal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah makes, I could see that. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> this is actually one of those promos from him, from the Ultimate Warrior, that kind of, in a way, it makes sense. Where he's got <laughs> he's got so many promos out there that are just gibberish almost. You just can't oh, understand yeah. anything that he's talking about. Um, this one's pretty good though. <laughs> Whose side was Sid Vicious on? Or sorry, Sid, Sid Justice. Justice. Well, was was he a babyface at this time? I believe so, um, but he had turned on Hulk Hogan, so. Yeah, so I think he was kind of like in between. He had turned on Hulk Hogan at Royal Rumble that that year and and threw him over mm. the top rope. Oh yeah, or maybe I or maybe that. that was after. No, that could have. I, I might be. That might have been Rumble '92. I can't. I can't specifically remember, but they ended up having a feud. Um, but I'm just not sure if it was before or after this. Just the way they were saying, like it's going to be fifty-fifty with him, him as a special guest referee. So that's yeah. what I. That's I'm what I was sure wondering. He, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a face at this time. Okay. And it wasn't until later on that he had he turned on on Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Well, when you're in the Royal Rumble, like you don't you want to win. And it's just randomly drawn when you're going to come into the ring. And yeah, I know. And if it like happens to be it, only two guys left, you know. Yeah. They always did that, where a guy would turn on another fellow at, at Royal Rumble, and it would always be this big this big deal. Hmm. Yeah, you'd always see teammates or tag team partners go up yeah. against each other. All the time. The funniest is the bushwhackers, though. Anytime they would come in, they they come in waving their arms up and down, and then as soon as they get in, they just get thrown right over the top right away. I remember one of them came in and just like ran up into the ring, and then got in, and he's run towards somebody, and they just like tossed him out the other side. Yeah, immediately. And then he he kept going like this with his arms, walking back. <laughs> oh, they were also on this card too, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Who did they fight? They fought the Natural Disasters, Earthquake and Typhoon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They defeated the Bushwhackers. No. He couldn't imagine that. <laughs> no. All right, let's uh, watch that second video with the three guys, and we'll uh, get back to this. It looks as though the Mountie is a bit outnumbered at the New York City jail, and Sergeant Slaughter, I'm sure you can relate to that situation as you prepare to face Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior three-on-two in the match made in hell. What do you mean outnumbered, puke face? You piece of human garbage! Outnumbered? We're not the ones that are gonna be outnumbered! It's Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior that's gonna be outnumbered! In fact, they'll be outnumbered before the match even starts! Take a look at the Ultimate Puke! He still looks a little snake bit to me! <laughs> and the Immortal Slime Hulk Hogan got a gash in his head! Lost about 
six gallons of blood. <laughs> In fact, it looks like it's gonna be a little easier than we thought. In fact, we might have one more little surprise right here at the match made in hell. <laughs> right now, let's go over to Mean Gene Okerlund. All right, you people know this man. He is the special guest referee for tonight's main event, the match made in hell. Sid Justice, I've got to ask you, how are you going to call this one tonight? You know, Mean Gene, if I've been asked that question once, I've been asked it a hundred times. The question is, Sid Justice, where do you stand? Well, I think I've answered that question at least a thousand times. And the answer is the same. I am a man that stands alone. Well, now, wait a minute, Sid Justice. We could take exception to that because right here in Madison Square Garden earlier today, we had a television camera pick up this. I want you to take a look. It's your conferring with Sergeant Slaughter and Company. I'm going to join the court. Come on. Triangle of Terror. It's ready to get it. Court of Destruction. General Edna, Colonel Mustafa, Sergeant Slaughter, First Lieutenant Justice. How's that sound? There has got to be some excellent... You don't understand. See, those guys stopped me in the hall. You didn't hear that right there. I did not promise those guys one thing. And the same thing I did not promise the Ultimate Warrior or Hulk Hogan one thing. But I am going to make one final promise. That tonight, justice will be served. All right, let's get back to ringside. <laughs> justice will be served. Will I like that. Be served. So I, funny. With the, uh, how they had the backstage, the backstage <laughs> stuff, them trying to convince them. Like, earlier today, like, it didn't happen yeah. two minutes before y Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He was just walking around in that rough outfit all day. All day. <laughs> Went oh, out for man. lunch, had, had a nice breakfast, at the hotel in it. Yeah. So Steak funny. Steak dinner. <laughs> Business meeting. <laughs> yeah. Sergeant Slaughter was, uh, he's so good. Oh, just so loud, just yelling at the camera. Like every surgeon in every movie yelling at, during boot camp. Yeah. Match <laughs> yeah. made in hell. Puke face. <laughs> yeah. Piece of human garbage. I wish he could have cursed or said exactly what he wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, no, not cursing is funnier, I think, like how yeah. you come up with When you have to say puke face instead of whatever you want to say. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's maybe more memorable. I also like Sid Justice. Like, if I was asked once, I was asked a hundred times. I was asked by a thousand people. <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, if that interview went more, it would have been like 10,000 people have yeah. talked to him over the day. <laughs> well, and everybody would have known on the streets that he's... Uh, Referee because of his outfit. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> his hair is something else, too. Oh, oh. Yeah. Flowing locks of blonde hair, freshly permed. It was not flowing. There was not a lot of movement on that <laughs> hair. So I was surprised that the other two guys didn't talk. Yeah. Like, they Maybe. didn't do a lot of, yeah, they didn't do a lot of talking. I don't think they had to with Sergeant Slaughter talking. No, he had such a such a great uh personality on the mic he was just yeah he was awesome yeah also lower ranked than the other two so maybe they were just giving this new guy the opportunity to build up his presence so he can get that uh promotion maybe yeah promotion maybe he was going to become yeah. a lieutenant or something like that so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know 
so there was a little bit of background to this with with the Ultimate Warrior, where he was maybe not going to come on to the uh, event. You want to tell us a little bit more about that and what yeah, was going so, on? So he had uh, he basically held up Vince McMahon uh, for half a million dollars and said that he wasn't going to go out and and do this do this match um if if he didn't pay him that money and uh so Vince you know he had to agree to give him the money because they had already promoted this match and <laughs> sold a whole bunch of pay-per-view and you know all the tickets and stuff and it would have been a a publicity and financial nightmare if it didn't happen um People would have been, you know, wanting refunds and whatever, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> anyways, they uh, so Vince had to break the news to, to Sergeant Slaughter and Hogan and them. And um, so they, you know, they <laughs> they were half thinking about, you know, hurting the warrior to, in this match to kind of get him to, to pay him back for doing this. Wait, even but, Hulk uh, Hogan? Weren't they together? Yeah, Hulk Hogan was okay. in on it too. Yeah, I believe it was Hulk's idea um, to do it. But thankfully they didn't because uh, that wouldn't have went over well, I don't think, on <laughs> pay-per-view. <laughs> but um, uh, right after the match, though, which ended very strangely, like Hulk Hogan got the win, um, but Ultimate Warrior it chased away... Um, Mustafa and Adnan with a chair and just went backstage and <laughs> left Hogan in slaughter. But um, huh. apparently, uh, as soon as he got backstage, Vince McMahon uh, fired him right away. Yeah, so after the Ultimate Warrior is fired, like, I, did he ever fight in WWE again or WWF? Yeah, yeah he came back at... Uh, Actually, that, that WrestleMania that we were talking about, uh, WrestleMania 8, last week, on the last oh, week's okay. episode, uh, he was he came back at the main event. Did he try he the same fight, event? He didn't stunt? fight, but he, he didn't fight. He just made his, made his return. Oh, okay. Yeah, and helped Hulk Hogan. Oh. Yeah, because I think we'll be doing some more Ultimate Warrior interviews coming up in the future. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to work with there. <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. Definitely uh, a lot to work with. He's right. Yeah. Him and Macho Man together is like solid gold. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, their energy probably is It's kind of a similar energy. So yeah. from what I saw at two, two interviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> Probably like double the intensity and in the. Oh, I wonder know. what her cocaine budget was. <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, but it would have been. It would have been a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's not surprising that Hogan won this match with everything that was going on in the world, and I think it was definitely set up to win that way. And I think the the fans and even myself as a little kid at that time would have been very disappointed if yeah Sergeant Slaughter and that team won yeah. so. so strange too you know because Sar Sergeant Slaughter was always you know a proud guy, yeah. a proud US 
you know, soldier. And, uh, you know, he became an, uh, an Iraqi sympathizer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how he, uh. Yeah, he must got paid a lot to do that, like to change on his whole persona almost, change on what he loves. Because, yeah, he was that proud American, almost like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, proud American. Yeah. Paid he was a on lot G.I. Just Joe. Like, yeah. He was, you know, he was part of G.I. Huh. Joe. <laughs> Weird how stuff goes down sometimes, so. <laughs> but, but it makes for fun entertainment. Yes. <laughs> And maybe he wasn't paid a lot so much as told to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the case in a lot of younger people's career, but I think as you get older and more established and more recognizable, that would be harder to do for somebody. Like, I know Hogan, when he switched to a heel, like, there was... A, I saw interviews with him and how he... He wasn't sure if that's something he wanted to do and gripping... Mm-hmm living with that decision like how he became like this good guy forever and then becomes a heel and yeah so you know it's your whole persona it's what you do for a living yeah i've always heard from interviews and and any research i've done that the guys always prefer to play heels the wrestlers they they find it more fun yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could understand that. Just get away with a lot more. You could laugh a little bit more. Yeah. Antagonize people a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blur those lines, you know. Yeah, exactly. But I like those lifetime heel guys like Jerry Lawler, who he just loves that. Like, he loves that role, I think. And he's oh, never, yeah. you know, never been that baby face where he's always just poking the bear and i think he's great at it (laughs) yeah that's a great example of one but that's all i have for this episode do you guys want to add anything no (laughs) (laughs) i think that was a yeah i think that was an entertaining couple of interviews and yeah yeah definitely um, was and the uh, you know the interviews were more entertaining than the match for sure yeah yeah I always found that the case as a casual yeah. viewer, I guess I call yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for being on. This was a ton of fun. And keep on listening for next week. And I'm not sure what we're going to do, but I'm sure it will be a laugh fun. a minute. <laughs> Till that time, I'm going to eat my vitamins, say my prayers. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said say my vitamins and eat my prayers. <laughs> say my vitamins. I'm gonna say my vitamins. Eat my vitamin prayers. D, vitamin C, <laughs> vitamin B. <laughs> Riboflavin. I don't know if that's a vitamin. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys next week. <laughs>